Chapter Twenty Two of the Nibelungenlied. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avai in June two thousand and twelve. The Nibelungenlied, translated by Daniel B. Shumway. Adventure Twenty Two: How Etzel Made Krimhild His Bride until the fourth day she stayed at zeisenmauer the while the dust upon the highway never came to rest but rose on every side as if it were burning where king etzel's liegemen rode through austria then the king was told aright how royally krimhild fare through the lands at thought of this his sorrows vanished he hastened to where he found the lovely krimhild men saw ride before king etzel on the road many bold knights of many tongues and many mighty troops of christians and of paynims when they met the lady they rode along in lordly wise of the russians and the greeks there rode there many a man the right good steeds of the poles and wallachians were seen to gallop swiftly as they rode with might and main each did show the customs of his land from the land of Kiev there rode many a warrior and the savage Pechenegers. With the bow they often shot at the birds which flew there, to the very head they drew the arrows on the bows. By the Danube there lieth in the Austrian land a town that men call Tulna. There she became acquainted with many a foreign custom, the which size she had never seen afore she greeted there now who later came through her to grief before etzel there rode a retinue merry and noble courtly and lusty full four-and-twenty princes mighty and of lofty birth they would fain behold their lady and crave it not more duke ramung of wallachia with seven hundred vessels galloped up before her like flying birds men saw them ride then came prince gibek with lordly bands the doughty hornbock with full a thousand men wheeled from the king away towards the queen loudly they shouted after the custom of their land madly too rode the kinsmen of the huns then came brave havart of denmark and the doughty iring free of guile was he and irnfried of thuringia a stately man with twelve hundred vassals whom they had in their band they greeted grimhild so that she had therefrom great worship then came ser blodel king etzel's brother from the hunnish land with three thousand men in lordly wise he rode to where he found the queen then king etzel came and sir dietrich too with all his fellowship there stood many worshipful knights noble worthy and good at this dame grimhild's spirits rose then sir rudeger spake to the queen lady here will i receive the high-born king whom so i bid you kiss that must ye do forsooth ye may not greet alike king etzel's men from the palfrey they helped the royal queen alight etzel the mighty bowed no more but dismounted from his steed with many a valiant man joyfully men saw them go towards grimhild 
two mighty princes as we are told walked by the lady and bore her train when king etzel went to meet her where she greeted the noble lording with a kiss in gracious wise she raised her veil and from out the gold beamed forth her rosy hue many a man stood there who vowed that lady helka could not have been more fair than she close by stood also blodel the brother of the king him rudiger the mighty margrave bade her kiss and king gibeg too there also stood sir dietrich twelve of the warriors the king's bride kissed she greeted many knights in other ways all the while that etzel stood at grimhild's side the youthful warriors did as people still are wont to do one saw them riding many a royal joust this christian champions did and pain him too according to their custom in what right knightly wise the men of dietrich made truncheons from the shafts fly through the air high above the shields from the hands of doughty knights many a buckler's edge was pierced through and through by the german strangers great crashing of breaking shafts was heard all the warriors from the land were come and the king's guests too many a noble man then the mighty king betook him hence with lady grimhild hard by them a royal tent was seen to stand around about the plain was filled with booths where they should rest them after their toils many a comely maid was shown to her place thereunder by the knights where she then sate with the queen on richly covered chairs the margrave had so well purveyed the seats for grimhild that all found them passing good at this king etzel grew blithe of mood what the king there spake i know not in his right lay her snow-white hand thus they sate in lovers wise since rudiger would not let the king make love to grimhild secretly then one bade the tourney cease on every side in courtly wise the great rout ended etzel's men betook them to the booths men gave them lodgings stretching far away on every side the day had now an end they lay at ease till the bright morn was seen to dawn again then many a man betook him to the steeds ho oh, what pastimes they gan ply in honour of the king etzel bade the huns purvey all with fitting honours then they rode from tulna to the town of vienna where they found many a dame adorned with great worship these greeted king etzel's bride there was ready for them in great plenty whatever they should have many a lusty hero rejoiced at prospect of the rout the king's wedding feast commenced in merry wise they began to lodge the guests but quarters could not be found for all within the town rudiger therefore begged those that were not guests to take lodgings in the country round about i ween men found all time by lady grimhild sir dietrich and many another knight their rest they had given over for toil that they might purvey the guests good cheer rudiger and his friends had pastime good the wedding feast fell on a whitsuntide when king etzel lay by grimhild in the town of vienna with her first husband i trow she did not win so many men for service through presents she made her known to those who had never seen her full many among them spake to the guests 
we weened that lady Krimhild had naught of goods now hath she wrought many wonders with her gifts the feasting lasted seventeen days i trow men can no longer tell of any king whose wedding feast was greater if so be tis hidden from us all that were present wore brand-new garments i ween she never dwelt before in netherland with such retinue of knights though siegfried was rich in goods i trow he never won so many noble men-at-arms as she saw stand for etzel nor hath any ever given at his own wedding-feast so many costly mantles long and wide nor such good clothes of which all had here great store given for Krimhild's sake her friends and the strangers too were minded to spare no kind of goods whatever any craved this they willingly gave so that many of the knights through bounty stood bereft of clothes Krimhild thought of how she dwelt with her noble husband by the rhine her eyes grew moist but she hid it full well that none might see it great worship had been done her after many a grief whatever bounty any used twas but a wind to that of dietrich what bortelung's son had given him was squandered quite Odiger's lavish hand did also many wonders prince bledel of hungary bade empty many travelling chests of their silver and their gold all this was given away the king's champions were seen to live right merrily Bärbel and swemmel the minstrels of the king each gained at the wedding feast i ween full thousand marks or even better when fair Krimhild sate crowned at etzel's side on the eighteenth morning they rode forth from vienna many shields were pierced in tilting by spears which the warriors bare in hand thus king etzel came down to the hunnish land they spent the night at ancient heimburg no one might know the press of folk or with what force they rode across the land ho oh, what fair women they found in etzel's native land at mighty miesenburg they boarded ship the water which men so flowing there was covered with steeds and men as if it were solid earth the wayworn ladies had their ease and rest many good ships were lashed together that neither waves nor flood might do them harm upon them many a goodly tent was spread as if they still had both land and plain from thence tidings came to etzelburg at which both men and wives therein were glad helka's mani that aforetime waited on their mistress passed many a happy day thereafter at Krimhild's side there many a noble maid stood waiting who had great grief through helka's death Krimhild found still seven royal princesses there through whom all etzel's land was graced for the mani the high-born maiden herat cared the daughter of helka's sisters be seen with many courtly virtues the betrothed of dietrich a royal child king nentwin's daughter much worship she laid her head blithe of heart she was at the coming of the guests for this too mighty treasures were prepared who might tell the tale of how the king held court never had man lived better among the huns with any queen when that the king with his wife rode from the shore the noble Krimhild was told full well who each one was 
she greeted them the better. Ho, oh, how royally she ruled in Helka's stead! She became acquaint with much loyal service. Then the queen dealt out gold and vesture, silk and precious stones. Whatever she brought with her across the Rhine to Hungary must needs be given all away. All the king's kinsmen and all his liegemen then owned her service, so that Lady Helka never ruled so mightily as she, whom they now must serve till Grimhild's death. The court and all the land lived in such high honours that all time men found the pastimes which each heart desired through the favour of the king and his good queen. End of chapter 22